Hello and welcome back to episode 27 of the Boundless Shores here on the Drunkards and Dumbasses YouTube channel. Sorry for the extended break. We took a little bit of a break for holiday due to some scheduling errors and whatnot. So we just called it a month and here we are. We're back. I hope everyone had a delightful Christmas and all that. Uh, I am your host, uh, Santa Bonanta West. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me where that came from i'm just excited to be here today of course uh we are joined by I didn't say. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay folks we it, we haven't been here in a while so uh bear with us as we uh find our stride once again Today, of course, we are joined by Liam, we are joined by Nate, we are joined by Owen, we are joined by V, and we are joined by the man, the myth, the Hamas, James. Very, very good to be back. So, um, we're going to start off, just because it's been a while, we're going to jog y'all memory with a little bit of a, a backtrack before we get into our recap. Recap, backtrack, re mm -mm. backtrack. Recap into our recap. So, uh, after spending some leisurely downtime at the Esme Luma Festival and uh, had a few hijinks and met a uh, an odd wizard with uh, a lot of mascara, um, uh, our heroes journeyed their way as uh, towards uh, back towards Port Jira, but were interrupted when a, in, they were interrupted during a philosophical debate while uh, an, uh, almost an earthquake goes off uh, shattering the, the skies and, and um, sending some weird things to follow afoot. I don't know if that works, but we'll run with it with the foot. <laughs> um, uh, then a few moments later, a, um, a wounded fey folk uh, runs into the pathway, dying in their arms. I don't remember if they died or not. No, we saved them. No, you saved them. We, yeah, you're we right. We saved them. You're right. Um, uh, leaping into action, fighting some uh, odd lightning beasts. They were blue spawn ambushers and saving the. Uh, the Fey folk, as they uh, explained later, that they were somehow transported into your realm, um, having uh, a vision from his patron Vares. Uh, Yonatan took you all to uh, the Temple of the Green Dragon, where you uh, made your way through various uh, nature-based encounters, and met the Green Dragon Varus, and. Uh, Yonatan received the Scepter of Varus that I think you should remember to use because it's got good heals. But um, uh, they were shown a, uh, a leaf that has been plagued with uh, a sickening darkness. Um, the, the, the leaf uh, no longer green but darkened to a, a, a ghastly purple with uh, black dark veins running through it. Um, and uh, then 
turning to your 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 goal <laughs> <laughs> turning to Orgolan and Calduin, uh, uh, telling them that uh, their families are in great grave danger. Uh, they were then teleported to a, a vastly different Ashen Sea, the, the, this one being swarmed with a, uh, a snowstorm. Weird for a desert. Uh, so they made their way and found the uh, <clears throat> remnants of the uh, Baldunoid tribe uh, that Calduin held dearly, and they as they were hiding away in Calduin's old hometown. Sorry, I'm trying to get through this really fast. Um, uh, his hometown, blah, blah, blah. Orgolan, uh, being the man of few words, decided to handle the uh, drow threat alone. If you want a good recap, go watch the, the last couple sessions. Um... Uh, choosing to handle the threat alone, he traveled to the Fort Obelisk, his his uh, former home, uh, before he uh, was raptured into the boundless shores mysteriously at the beginning of our campaign, uh, or predating the beginning of our campaign, circa I don't know, a month. Um, as they, um, <clears throat> he, uh, going into the courtroom uh, and speaking with his father, and that thus the uh, right of Kuran Moor was uh, established as uh, father versus son, uh, a duel for the crown, uh, or Golan, uh, striking down his father with a really fucking brutal kill and an awesome one liner. Um, uh, striking down his father and claiming uh, the the crown of uh, Count Orgolan. No, yep, I'm right. Count Orgolan the Third. Count Regos. I was like Orgolan. No, I meant his last name. Count Regos the Third. Um, traveling back, wounded but victorious. Um, they made their way. Uh, uh, they communed with the Valdun in, in the uh, communion of the smoke, where uh, they a uh, few of them had visions of of past, present, and future. Uh, they then went uh, traveled northward towards uh, Tobin's hometown. Wow, that arc was really about going home, huh? Wow. <laughs> but we're interrupted uh, by a monstrous Dunewinder uh, crippling Tobin's armor and uh, dangering, uh, damaging them for the most part. I feel like a few of you still went untouched and I was disappointed about that, but I'll kill you next I mean, I'll get you next time. Um, they now catching up. Uh, they traveled around Scorched Town to find Tobin's dad. They uh, went to the uh, dwarven mine of Kalamdun, where now it is the 15th of Solari, 1037 post-tier. Uh, 
we find uh, our heroes deep below the surface in a dwarven forge of Kalamdun, currently on a mission to find a strange source of heat from the mines below. Uh, you guys dealt with a few fire elementals uh, before uh, tending to an injured Kalduin whom has broken his leg from the fall and only fighting on pure, pure adrenaline to keep you folks alive, as well as, as the the rest of you, the, uh, them being uh, Yonatan, Amarath, uh, Yonatan, later Amarath, or Golan, and Tobin. Uh Reun oh, sorry, never mind. I, I actually did write about that. I didn't have to backtrack. Uh, reuniting with Amrath as Beckett stayed the night and at the tavern as her patron kept causing more headaches, uh, which have been strangely increasing over the past couple days since the convergence. Uh, as you guys pressed on to the find the heat, uh, the source of the, the mysterious heat, you find a, a strange piece of ma uh, machinery, a tall spire-like metal object with an arcane interface. Uh, as you guys first attempt to, to dislodge the uh, arcane interface re uh, revealing the wires within. <laughs> uh, the party was then stopped by an Afriti, a dark djinn uh, who claims to be here uh, doing the master's work. Uh, he summoned two fire elementals as the party fought on with the Afriti and multiple members getting very low on health, successfully destroying the Afriti as we catch up with these four members surrounded by scorched rocks, lava, and lava as the, the rocks begin to melt around them slowly. Where we catch up? Orgolan, Tobin, uh, Yonatan, and uh, a hobbling Calduin, uh, as you heard the fighting come to a stop. You uh, kind of standing up on the makeshift brace that Yonatan fashioned for you. Um, you hobbled your way a little bit further down to an alcove in the ravine where standing your burnt but alive party members uh, standing around this strange piece of machinery. Okay, two questions. What happened and what is that? Um, two answers. We were attacked by the source of those fire elementals. Beat him. Barely. Um, second answer is to be determined. We have no idea what the fuck this thing is. We do know we need to stop it before we uh, get melted. All in favor of just cutting the wires and hoping for the best? That's sounds risky even for me. That's the only idea I've come up with. Could I do a knowledge arcana or planes on this thing? Um, yeah, you can give me a knowledge arcana. We'll do it. As uh, I'll quickly describe the interface once again. The uh, within the interface are um, uh, the two thick 
uh, clear chords uh, that is uh, transporting uh, some kind of ethereal arcane energy. There are two red chords, a green chord, a yellow chord, and a small copper flick, uh, switch. Well, I can tell you right now, I have no idea what this is. <laughs> Not one. Oh! Thanks, Peyton. My new dice is great. Oh, oh no! First roll, too. Well, um, it certainly looks magical. Does anybody here know how to turn off magic? Is that a thing we can do? I'm still Normally, new to this whole magic. Spell it, but I don't think can you do that? No. They oh. don't really teach that with blood magic. Hmm. Does a detect magic show any indication of, like, different auras coming from this thing, or is it just all the same aura? Yeah. <clears throat> so, upon the detect magic, uttering a few um, Ashrati words, uh, there are a few things that ping. A, the whole entire machine is glowing. as The, uh, the whole thing pulses with arcane energy. Uh, but... In particular, there is a, a large, large concentration within these cords. Like, it is a lot of energy going through these thick cords. Uh, and along that, like, a lot of arcane energy. Um, and then upon the top, the three jutting um, spikes with a... with. Uh, the ovular uh, red rubies on them uh, kind of a glow with arcane energy, but they seem to pulse it as if these rubies are being simultaneously like activated and deactivated and activated and deactivated. Ooh, um, could I cast Create Water? And then also cast Path of Frost on that water to attempt to stop the gears or the cords from moving. Um, you want to freeze the cords in place. There's no actual gears showing in this interface. Uh, you could try and pry at the metal to get it open to get the cords, I guess. But like underneath the interface is just these the wires and the copper switch. Uh, yeah, I'm going to try to tear open the machine to get uh, to the cords uh, and then freeze them. Are you using your sword to do such? Uh, I'm going to use Create Water and Path of Frost to try and stop the gears, or the cords. Sorry. How are you going to stop cords like that? What's that going to accomplish? The cords. Well, the idea would be that... Well, I guess we are in a fiery cave, so it just... No. Uh, well, no, you already... That's not. I don't um, think that's the case with Magical to, Frost. You put to your, note, though, he does bring up a, a good point that I didn't really mention. To The metal is to touch a little bit warm. Hmm. So over time, any any ice or anything like that would melt over time. 
Okay. Um, could I could I uh, short circuit cast? <clears throat> Path of Frost also water. has no effect on water either. It's only ground. Okay. Um, I'll just try to short circuit the. Um... Does your character know what a short circuit is as a druid from the forest? Like, and we're not in, like, a super mechanical world. Would you like me to rephrase that, or? You could, you can go ahead and try and rephrase it. Okay, I'm going to cast Create Water in, at the, uh, at the wires inside the machine. If they're not, like, if they're exposed already. And if they're not, then I'll just try and tear open the machine. We did expose the wires, I believe. We opened the panel, I think, last time. Yeah, the wires are exposed, but if you want to get into, like, the inner, like, gritty, like, mechanisms of the gear, you would have to do some prying on the metal, but the, the wires are exposed. Um... I'll cast create wire. Our holy fuck. Create wires. <laughs> create <laughs> wires the technobancer. Hell yeah! Oh my gosh, that'd be a sick subclass. That would be kind of sick. Um, Wait, I mean, wouldn't wouldn't an artificer be a technomancer? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> I'm gonna cast uh, create water and try to short and try it on the wires, I guess. Uh, so you, uh, like, uh, waving your hand a little bit and uh, uh, doing, a, doing a small incantation as uh, a small, uh, like, the, you begin to almost draw the water particles from the air as they begin to, to cluster up and form into like a flowing uh, ball as you, you send it down into the machine as you see the water kind of kind of begin to trickle through and down the wires a little bit. Um, You hear, you hear some amount of, uh, I don't know if I can do a spark sound very well. Um, no, not happening. Uh, uh, you hear some amount of a small sparking going on, uh, but no major effect seems to take place. Um, with my detect magic or anything, I don't see like any magic being absorbed from the create water into the machine, do I? Um, ab absorbed how? I don't know, like just uh, how you're saying, like there's a huge collection of energy going through the coils up into the machine. <laughs> I was wondering if like the coils were was siphoning like some magic from the water as it was being created. Um, 
Yeah, and you know what? That that is uh, that's pretty good. I yes, I will give you that. As you see, uh, the um, uh, as you still have your detect magic goggles on, you um, uh, you see, you actually see the threads of magic being woven, almost like a almost like a cat's cradle, uh, as he's creating this water. Um. And you see trickles of that of the cat's cradle being able, being pulled into the machine uh, and joining the arcane ethereal energy as it's it's shooting like downwards. That's where the arcane energy is traveling. It's downwards into the bottom of the machine, where you see the stones are beginning to become blackened and superheated. Um. Okay, guys. We do not need to attack this thing with magical energy. It will absorb and use it as its own. Magical attacks is out of the question. So, are we back to the wire cutting plan? That also. Orgolan, are you okay enough to get up to those crystals? Something keeps turning them on and off. I want to see if removing them does something, if at all possible. I could try. Where are the crystals again? Uh, so like that, it's kind of like it's it, it cones up and then it has like a a straight for a while and then it just juts out, uh, like three juts out. Uh, what's the shape of the room? Shape of the room, it's kind of like a big dome like uh carve. You can see like uh there there's been some mining into the air, so like. A bit of the room has been mined out, um, like man, uh, like dwarven powered, I guess. <laughs> but all right, um, I I I look up at a, to to see where the crystals are. L look around. Yeah, they're only about like eight feet up uh, on this metal spire th machine. Can I just climb up on the machine to do it's it? It's worth or? the touch. I'll, I'll say you can do it on a one d four fire damage penalty as you're just over over time grabbing onto it, but you can do it. And you probably you have wraps on your hand as well, so that'll probably that subsides yeah. a lot of it. So it it would be only a one d four. Which which uh, I could take a couple licks. Um, it's two damage. So I'm going to climb up and attempt to uh, take them out of the. Uh, so you give machine. me a give me a good old climatic. Uh, eighteen. Eighteen with ease. You see the the drow, uh, your drow companion, scale his way up this machine, and as you go to grab this, the ovular crystals they are hot like you like touching a burner ah 
Huh. Okay, I I take my sigh out of the pocket and and attempt to dig underneath the crystal to try and knock knock it loose. Uh, you're going to take five points of electric damage as you feel a shock head through the metal and into your side. But you pry, you begin to pry away at it as uh, um, the the red crystal uh, off of like the, the surprisingly malleable metal as you dig into it as after the, the the initial shock as uh, those of you on the ground seeing these arcane energy and yeah, the, the amount of ethereal energy just like drops. Alright, how many more crystals are on the thing? Three. Three? Uh, two more crystals. Okay, two more crystals. Okay. Um, I'll, I'll start making my way to the second one and do the same thing. I shall start making my way to the third one. Climb the machine? Yes, sir. Do, do, does it, it, since it was really valuable, does it look like a shot could take it off easily? Yeah, well-placed shot could probably shoot it. How, how many, what, what's the chamber size of my revolver? I don't know guns very well. Like, how many, how many bullets do you have? Like, what? Yeah. Six. Six? Okay. I shall roll that climb check. I, uh, grab on to Yonatan before he starts climbing up. Hold on, I might have a safer way to do this. Well, safer being a loose term. We're rolling. Get down here. I look like it hurt. Uh, how far up am I? Right You're now? about eight feet. Alright, I, I backflip off and land on the ground safely. My man is basking in the fact that he's a monk. He's like, why did oh, I ever yeah, play Barbarian? I'm having cool. so much fun. I am Bruce <laughs> Lee right now, cool. dude. Um, <laughs> after I make sure we're going and Yonatan is clear, I pull out my revolver and uh, aim it at one of the red crystals up there. I really hope you miss. <laughs> Go ahead and oh, I probably me will. An attack. I probably will. Uh, that is a 13. Nope, 15. Uh, yeah. 15. As you shoot uh, the second one off. Yeah, do you think... <laughs> Hmm? Uh, the the amount of uh, arcane energy drops once more. And then I try to go for the last one. That one! Okay, I'm not using this set. 
Sorry, Peyton. <laughs> oh, God. What's everyone's running HP? Uh, 44. Nope. 22. I am at 17. Um, I'm at 18. I am at... I'm also at 18. Oh my god. Really? You're just teasing me now? Oh my god, stop! I'm already dead! Everyone's gonna take 17 points of fire damage as he goes to aim for the what third the crystal. Fuck? And he misses and shoots the crystal as it <laughs> erupts in fire. As you feel the entire chamber begin to shift and crack. As you go, think go, to yourselves, go, everyone, go. Is it getting hot in here? We I need everybody off. to roll me three reflex checks to be to escape from the lava. Um, question? Oh, I hold on. A... One of you goes down in this process. Yeah. How does that unfold? Yeah. Um, to help me? <laughs> um, so what? So, like, Yonatan just dropped? Like, as the. So, like, what's happening to the environment? Like, is lava rising? You just said lava. Like, uh, the, well, currently, nothing about the chamber has changed. You feel that it beginning to shift as it starts to get hot in here. Uh, and if you watch over time, you see that the, the splinters and cracks in the rocks begin to crack more and more as the, the fiery orange-red liquid begins to rise and uh, around with the melting stone. Did it um, look like we defeated the machine, at least? Because you said it hit the crystal there, right? Like... Oh, yeah. Like, there, there will be no more... Uh, generated heat from this. There's now just going to be a little bit of lava. Okay, um, can I make a strength check to throw this unconscious Yonatan over my shoulder? Uh, yeah, go for it. Um, I'm just gonna use that first reflex I rolled since I already rolled it, but then I... You know, yeah, go um, for it. First strength. Strength, strength. Oh, yeah, I guess just it's just my modifier. Uh, 16 to grab him and throw him over my shoulder. So, the, the three reflex saves that I did makes about suds, considering I have a broken leg. And that 20 and two nat ones. Um, I'll, I'll say the second one you're gonna roll at advantage off of the next 20. Uh, 
okay, that's better. <laughs> uh, that's a 22 for the second one. Seen enough to grab you on a ten? Throw him over my shoulder? Um. Yeah, you're a strong lad. What's your strength? Um. Seventeen. Yeah, you're a strong lad. You can do it as you grab the flopped, burnt body of of Yonatan as he is unconscious and uh. You, uh, uh, one of your rolls is going to be made at disadvantage, but the other two are going to be fine. Uh, you guys go ahead and roll me your reflex, please. I hope you don't die off of this. Aside from you know me, of course. Are. Well, you're not dead yet. You're fine. Oh, am, am I rolling reflex saves or no? No, you're unconscious. Okay. You're unconscious. I'm, you're all I'm, now based I'm on Tobin's success. Um, so I got 18 on both of my ones at disadvantage. Wait, plus four, so 22. Uh, for the next one, I got uh, 19. Come on, third one. For Question: third is, this, one, is this a magical effect? 14. This is not. Okay. For okay, so I got 22, 19, 19. Oh yeah, With fucking! Is this reminds me of the scene from uh, Shrek Two where uh, Shrek throws Fiona over his shoulder and r they're running from the dragon? Let's <laughs> see. Uh, so we. Uh, what did you get for your second one there, Caldywin? Uh, twenty-two. Oh, yeah. You're fine. What about you, Mr. Man? Uh, or Golan? So, for the first one, I got a 19. Second one, I got a 24. And then the third one, I got a 23. Yeah, good enough. And uh, uh, the, the room... Pfft, as the, the fiery red uh, liquid uh, begins to rise on the stone, uh, instinctively throwing uh, Yonatan over uh, Tobin's back. Yeah, Tobin begins to run, or Golan yelling, run! As you guys begin to book it from the from this this tide of lava as you see the tide of lava begin to uh consume those two crystals as they explode with a with a flame as the room trembles further as the lava begins to grow as the tide you know it feels as if it's it's nipping its embers at at your heels as as you guys run how are you guys getting out of here are you doing the use rope are you guys going up the rope, or are you guys going to run up the, the tunnel that's at the far end of the ravine? Um, I'm carrying a guy over my shoulder. I'm using the tunnel. I broke my legs on the rope, so I'm probably using the tunnel. <laughs> All right, so you guys run through the tunnel. Uh, you guys, uh, the the tide of lava still nipping at your heels. You guys run as as uh, the passage curves up uh, up a bit as you guys as you guys begin to elevate, but if 
the, the, the mass amounts of lava begins to, to ensue further as, as finally as you feel it lap against the, the, the escalating uh, passageway. You finally feel an amount of safety as you guys make your way further out the tunnel where you make it to the, the collapsed uh, bridge uh, where you entered from. Can I get a jump check from everyone? Uh, disadvantage for Tobin. Sorry, man. If you want to be jump. the hero, you got to do the work. Uh, 21. Get a jump check, right? Yep. That's a natural 19, so... For a 25. I got 10. 10 clears. Sick. Uh, as um, uh, Calduin, you hobble in, you make a jump, and you kind of like tuck and roll into it as you kind of uh, skid a little bit and then uh, grab your leg and help yourself up. And uh, like a fucking action movie star, there's Orgul, and who's just. How's he in slow motion? As he lands uh, into a into a, a an absolute awesome tuck and roll, uh, and then Tobin with uh, Jonathan on his back kind of makes a jump as he as he lands on the wooden part as the wood begins to grrr, as he kind of climbs his way and Orgolan reaching out his hand they do that oh yeah and help him up as as some of the wood falls down as you see it falls into the ravine and catch flame into the lava below. Uh, Amarath was, was there too. Uh, he also made it as he gives you guys uh, one healing potion and two healing darts from his bag. That he, uh, he uh, oh, I, I got these from uh, from Beckett before we before we left. Uh, you guys look like you need them. I I down it. Down the healing potion. That's one d eight plus con. James, spear me. Oh my god. <laughs> I'm trying to play D&D. &D. <laughs> okay, that's six points, so that would be... Okay. I'm Are you at... talking, Nate? We can't hear you. Like, uh, I think you're muted. Oh yeah, I'm muted for a reason. I'm still unconscious. Well. <laughs> awesome. Eh. Did, did Orgolan get handed everything? Uh, he hands um, Orgolan one, and then he just sticks um, the the unconscious body of uh, Org uh, Yonatan. 
with the healing dart. What's your con bonus, Yonatan? Uh, my con bonus is two. All right, so you regain six points of health. Whoa! Yay! <gasps> oh God! What what happened? Still over my shoulder. I, I put him down and be like, I don't know. You passed out. How did I pass out? For some reason. The, the thing exploded. Yeah, but we're alive. I wasn't so sure about you, but I carried you out of there. Figured you at least deserved a burial. If you could no, recover just kidding. my I can hear, I can hear you. <laughs> can we get out of this cave? Um, I really need Yeah, somebody. let's say we get the fuck out of here. Yeah, I'm down for that. As uh, bruised and burnt, you guys make your way up the passageway. And... Uh, Across the hallway, as you see the stark difference between the the mined out cave entrance, between the the beautiful ornate uh, dwarvish carved artworks and the pentagonal um, archways uh, that uh, reside in Kalamdun, you see an unconscious uh, sleeping. Uh, what's your dad's name? I don't know, whatever it was. George, that's what it was. Yeah, that's it. You see an unconscious George, Tobin's father, uh, sleeping with his head against uh, the cold stone wall. Uh, quick question. Um, with the blast of heat and everything, was my bandages burned off at all? Oh yeah, oh yeah, a little bit. They, they yeah, pretty much. Yeah, they you were you were consumed in a large ball of fire. Yeah, they would have been burnt off. Okay, so uh, my full Ashrati force oh, being showed out in a place that everyone hates me. <laughs> um, I mean, fortunately for you, the Valdun do still exist, and to the uh, unknowing unknowing eye, the Ashrati do look very similar. To the Valdun. So I, th you might be fine. You might might have a few eyebrows raised about why you've traveled so far north, but might is a strong word, though. <laughs> yeah, you guys are fugitives here. So you see the unconscious uh, body of. Uh, George Raymond, he sleeps uh, on the wall. Yeah, I'm gonna walk over to him and shake his shoulder. Dad. Oh my fucking god, I thought you died as he immediately like grabs you and pulls you in as he goes, oh my god, what happened? I'm gonna kind of like okay. wince as he does it like um, I'm alive, and you can tell I'm like heat beat. 
I'm at one health right now. Oh, and Tobin Riemann survives again at one health point. Same well, thing with the dude. It was like negative time. nine last time. <laughs> like yeah. one one. Yeah. Holy shit. So he goes. <laughs> God damn. Fuck, I'm so glad you guys are alive. Tobin. Don't scare me like died. that again. He looks at you and immediately just turns back to Tobin and goes, Tobin, uh, don't do that to me again. I, I I know this has been your your dream, but... I, I can't lose you. I'm gonna give him a little smirk, and like with a my eyes starting to water up, and be like, give him a little chuckle, and be like, well, maybe you can help me get that new armor. Then might help me in a pinch. Huh. Well, certainly. And like hug him tight back. I was kind of still like embrace. He goes, I, I don't, I don't know where to grab from me, from your source. Uh, here. <laughs> he goes, uh, follow me, you guys. We'll, we will get medical attention. Uh, I, I will, I will grab Alvor. We will get everything done. Uh, Mr. Um, sir, um, Half elven men. I, I apologize. I don't remember your name. Oh, my uh, my name is Jonathan Hailgood, sir. Jonathan, I I am glad you're alive. I just needed to speak to my son. Uh, please, please, please fo follow me. You all look dreadful. Ah, uh, I. As he leads you along down a couple passageways and up a flight of stairs and towards, you know, the main chamber and up a flight of stairs and towards uh, uh, the medical wing where you all are sat down and treated to full health. Uh, spell slots are not given back, just treated to full health. Caldwin's just wondering why there's so many steps while he's walking on a broken leg <laughs> to the medical board. <laughs> oh yeah, like they're they're like a dwarf uh, uh, nurse just kind of sees you as he just kind of like grabs you and just places you on his shoulder as he begins to walk walk over and begins to treat your leg. I look over at Yoden, so this is what it feels like. <laughs> <laughs> this, this is the there going, this is the most emasculating thing I've ever had. This is the second worst pain I've ever felt next to, you know, my entire village being wiped out. <laughs> As we're all treated left you well. <laughs> um, Calduin, you're going to have disadvantage on any dexterity-based checks. Yep, no worries. Uh, as you all treat it to full health. Uh, well, as you all are currently being treated to full health, we catch up. 
with our friend Beckett. Yay! I'm just so excited. I can't hear voices. Just because my voice is higher than yours does not mean you get to make fun of me. We're referring to the song, dude. I don't care. Yeah, we're (laughs) But but if I'm being honest, it is. It totally is. <laughs> so, what you don't expect it? <laughs> always, 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 always. As um. Sorry, continue torturing me, Wes. Of course. <laughs> uh, uh, when you first arrived in Scorchtown, uh, your four party mates went off to seek Tobin's father, you and Amarath uh, uh, went on a small detour to find parchment, uh, ink, and various healing supplies that you both uh, were running low on. Uh, and, and during your, your shopping trip, you uh, um, an intense migraine befalls you. Um, the which has been increasing since the convergence as um, you and Amrath found uh, Tobin's father's workshop and uh, Amrath urged you to stay out of this mission as you know how can a he- how can a dead healer heal mm-hmm. and so you uh made your way to the tavern and paid the innkeep uh, two silver for a room as you laid down and put a fucking cloth over your your head and blocked out all the light and um, as sleep finds you your mind's eye opens as you begin to dream you find yourself dream 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 Let's go. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> Fuck you. You get a mean inspiration point. Yes. James, may your vape. <laughs> Not coming to you. Let's go. Oh, all right. Well, give me a minute then. Entertain them with a song. Right. Fuck you, Owen. <laughs> that was amazing. Oh, what? <laughs> so, are we back in? Are we? Are we it in. Let's do it. We're good. So, you stand upon a tower of darkness. The the black stones, cold and almost unnerving. Uh, the ground surrounded by trees, but not lush green trees, nor 
fall the, nor the fallen leaves of the winter winds. It's a forest plagued by darkness, the leaves poisoned by a sickening darkness with the purple and black veins spreading through them from stem to the edge of the leaf. The forest below, darker than night. As the vision progresses, a color beneath the darkness begins to peak red, blood red. As you look down towards yourself, you see the poison's cane sword in your hand. As you see blood dripping off the blade, the more the blade drips, the more the blood rises. And before you even realize, the blood has now overtaken the forest and now climbs the tower until the blood has reached your knees, to your waist, to your neck, and now you're completely sub submerged a, a flood of blood all around you. You try and open your eyes to see your swim, trying to hold your breath, but eventually your breath failing. As a thick blood pours into your lungs, one word is echoed into your mind. Vengeance. The voice, almost unrecognizable, but at the same time, familiar. The same voice that hides behind every thought, every and any evil impulse that as has ever crossed your mind. You've never heard the voice, yet it sounds so familiar. Desperately trying to escape to air, your vision is muddled by the dark red around you, searching for all over for which way is up a single yellow eye opens within the sea of blood. Vengeance. <clears throat> Suddenly, you, you, jilt, you jilt awake, coughing violently as you feel something damp on your cheek. You, as you go and, and feel what's on your face, it is you, you drawing back your finger, you see blood, almost as if you cried blood during your vision. Fine. Um, I'm gonna grab the closest towel and try to clean it up. <laughs> Just because you have you haven't had enough blood on your face, Av. No, fuck you. <laughs> that I had that written for so long. It was just it was just coincidence. Okay, let me bask what? in my coinky days. Me have to go to the hospital tonight, and you're gonna be like shit. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna think you went on a psychotic break or something because of me. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> probably. As you uh, awaken in your uh, in room, we're gonna catch back up with our friends who have healed back to full health. Damn it! Sorry, bro. <laughs> did you have something to say or do? No, not really. <laughs> Oh, okay. Sorry, you you will be back. I apologize. I just I just thought this would be a good mix-up to make sure you, you you were still included. But we have some things to resolve, and then once we resolve this, we'll catch back up with you. Nah, all good. As you were healed to full health and brought into Alvor's office, the uh, the salt and pepper, long beard and long hair, and the the finely pressed clothing and the clean welding apron sitting beside the desk, puffing 
on a cigar. It's, it's Al Vordindan. Um, as he looks to uh, the five of you in almost shock as he's well bless my beard I've sent three teams down there and I I almost wrote you guys off You, you have really impressed me was almost two and five six parties. I almost died. No, it was a piece of cake. We tend to surprise a lot of people, but everyone seems to be surprised when we do. I did show you the dream. I know. So you oh, were oh, you said before. Never mind. Truth. I do that quite a lot. Yet people are always surprised. Thank you, Nathan. <laughs> Thank you. Yes. Anyways, no let's no please, please, <laughs> guys, let's focus. I know it's been a bit. Let's focus a bit. We got this. I'm... Save, save it for the break. As he uh, pulls a, a, a small chest from uh, beneath the desk and he places it on the table. Uh, let's say four of you. Three hundred. Say one thousand two hundred and fifty GP and then plus uh, the armor commissioned for Tobin. Does that sound fair to you? Um, yeah, I guess that's all right. Um, as he slides the chest across the table, uh, did you, you screenshotted that armor that you wanted, right? Here. Can you send it to me so I can... Um, yeah. All right. Ah, and in the matter of the armor, as he kind of stands up from his large stone chair, you can hear the stone on stone dragging across the ground, kind of turning to the the, the large chest beside him and opening up the lid. He pulls out uh, uh, the breastplate. As you can see, the uh, the white, the silvery white metal, uh, as it has um, not not too much of like the um, shoulder pads as it goes down into some lovely ornate silvery 
uh, silvery white armor, uh, like uh, Van Braces and into the 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 hand guards, the 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 breastplate, uh, the silvery white, but it almost has like etches of a like a a silvery white blue uh, embezzlement. Uh, as it extends down into the the chainmail below, uh, into the, the the below the rib cage, uh, the helmet kind of uh, very slick and ornate. It uh, has like the the two. Uh, I can almost show you. I'd rather show you because this is very hard to describe. Uh, if my phone will work, please. I'm pretty sure my, my phone just died. Nope, never mind. Helmet looking like that. You can always just send it to the group chat and I can put it in the video. I'll send it there, but I, I think this is, this is working. My hands are a little shaky. There you go. What, what the helmet is looking like. As he, he sets the pieces out onto his desk and uh, kind of beckons for Tobin to take it. Um, I'm just going to sit there for a second. Jaw gape. I'm just... Little child. It, it, it's beautiful. And I'll, I'll scoop it up. Just kind of, you know, grab it all. <laughs> Thank you. Oh, uh, thank you. I hope there isn't too much of a mess when we go down there, eh? Um, you might want to wait for the lava to clear up, but there shouldn't be any new heat generated. Or magna, maybe. Well, I'm glad that you at least dealt with the source. As uh, the conversation continues on, is there anything else anyone would like to say noteworthy, i.e. Tobin to his father or anything else before we continue on with the scene? Or, you know what, yeah, as we're going to fast forward a little bit to as you guys are exiting um, Kalam Dune, the bright desert sun kind of beaming in on your face, almost taken aback by it after being uh, underground for so long. I just... I went to like... Fuck! Okay. And I, I pull out my sunglasses and put them on. Uh, I just lift <laughs> my face towards the sky and take a deep breath. That's better. I'm going to give him a little pat in the shoulder. I'm be like, it's nice to be home, isn't it? Yeah. Too bad, short. Yeah. I'm going to, um, like, kind of, like, on the walk as we're, like, heading back to we got to go. I just, like, totally, like, 
fangirl to my dad like going on but like dad it was awesome but there was this big monster that could summon like fire monsters and make this big firewall and i killed it <laughs> and just like you know telling him like the whole story your dad has like like a mixture of like like white as a sheet horrified mixed with the proud dad smile. He's proud of you. He's just scared. He's yeah. like, uh, wow, and I don't think I've ever commissioned a piece that is that much gold. Wow. You really it's like what wrong. you do? I... I love it. We've only been together for a few short weeks, but other than you and uh, and the people back home making like you know a little like big crush smile, uh, they're the closest thing to family I've ever had. Well. You know. You remind me of of my father. Your your grandpa, he You you just you both have that that twinkle in your eye. I I saw it every day and I I get to see it in you and and you have your mother's ferocity your her sheer sheer will You are the thing that means the most to me on this on this run and and you are the uh, living canvas of of everybody whom I love and still you always surprise me. I love you, Tobin. Be safe. Um, another just single tear rolling down his face. He's going to just slowly approach him before breaking into a sprint, even though, like, they're not that fast, but, you know, just kind of, like, fastly doing it and then giving him, like, another big hug. And um, as we, you know, like... Once we actually start to like, uh, like, is this like, is this is where we're like parting ways, right? Yeah, where you guys would turn down, you guys have yeah. reached the center square where you guys would turn down towards the left, and he would turn to the right back to the shop. So, as we're like starting to walk away, I'll be like, Oh, and dad, uh, tell her not to worry, I'll be okay. With the normal way. 
I'll tell her, but I I don't think you know how much she worries. She gives you like a like the cheeky dad smirk and shoots you a wink before turning off down down the the roadway to add towards the shop as you guys round your way to the door of the tavern. That's where we're gonna call break for right now as I really need to pee. <laughs> Catch us in a couple minutes. Well, a couple minutes for us. It's gonna be uh, for you. See, I told you, just like that. So, um, as we get back uh, and we catch up with our players, we're going to catch up with Beckett. Oh, yeah. As Beckett, you wake up and you, you wipe the blood uh, tear off of your face as you sit in this uh, this small, it's not, it's a, it's a mid-tier inn. It's, you know, it's not gross, but it's not like super bougie. It's just got like a good, nice, not too springy bed, you know, a desk, a lamp, and a, a small window. Um, I guess I'll get up, uh, if, like, that doesn't cause shit to fall apart. <laughs> um, You're fine. Yeah, I'll get up and kind of, like, just sit there for a minute and, like, think, like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> um, can I see the cane sword? Is it, like, in the room with me? Yeah, it's on your pack. Is it still, like, making noises? Has it been making noises the entire time? No, it's been oddly silent. Okay. I'm kind of going to, like, stare at it for a minute. <laughs> the, uh, as you, you stare at the this cane sword, you see, like, the, the, the leather handle and the, the ornate uh, raven... Uh, like uh, steel gray raven at the crux, the eye seems to stare back. That's totally not uncomfy. Um, <laughs> and you don't know whether it's actually looking at you or it's just the nerves, your nerves taking the better of you. Is there like a coat hanger where my coat is, or do I, do I go to bed with all my clothes on? Yeah, there. Yeah, you you would have taken off your clothes and put them on the desk, and yeah, I'll put I'll I'll say there's a coat tree for for your your blood soaked uh, coat, and you you hang hung your mask there. Um, can I walk over to my clothes and just keep an eye on the bird, and to sure. see if it's following me or not? Again, you're not sure if it's the nerves taking the better of you. But the eyeless, bejeweless raven almost seems to stare back. Does it turn like do, does it turn its head when I'm walking? <laughs> no. No. Just almost using its peripherals and 
<laughs> tracking you across the room. But again, you just had a whack-ass dream. You have no idea if it's just your nerves. Mm-hmm. And you just don't trust this thing. So therefore, something that resembles a face that has eyes might stare at you. You don't know. Is there anything else in the room with faces on it? Or is it just that? Uh, if you look deeply into the... You know what? <laughs> roll me roll me, a, roll me a spot check. Fuck you. Roll me an investigation. Investigation? Okay. Um, yeah, whatever that is. I believe it's investigation in this. No, it's not. It's a... Uh, oh. Um... Unless you want me to just no, spot. There's search deep. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give me, a, give me a spot. Why not? Okay, that is a math 26. 26, you looking about into the room. You see uh, a few knots on a plank of wood that kind of resemble a smiley face. Other than that, no. Is it looking at me? <laughs> It's blank. <laughs> you don't know. Is it the nerves taking the better view now, V? Am I losing my sanity? Maybe. Um, oh, God. What do I want to do? Um, <laughs> I hate you with a passion. Okay. I'm going to go... I know. I'm going to go grab like all my weapons that are over there, because I just realized I have an arsenal of weapons. <laughs> And I'm going to specifically pull out the cane sword and hold it. There's a a dark stone that's carved with a uh, a silver L. You flick as the spring lock. Boom! You lose Owen. (laughs) He'll be back. Uh... As the uh, the the handle of the cane spring locks into the handle, as the blade becomes free, as you pull out the silvery blade with the with the the vein that runs through the spine of the blade, the trench that goes to the spine of the blade. It's not like talking to me or anything. Strangely silent. Oh, okay. Um, I'm gonna put it back in the sheath. Um, gonna put the rest of my weapons on my back like they usually are. And I'm just gonna walk out with the cane sword, because it is a cane, so I'm gonna walk out like an old lady. <laughs> Fair enough, as you, you turn the hallway and walk down. Uh, a couple of doors as they, the the hallway opens up into the main tavern room. You see the L-shaped bar. Uh, you see a, uh, a, a, a um, kind of a pale forest green skinned tiefling male uh, behind the counter as he's uh, you see his tail in the air as he moves around cleaning glasses, pouring grogs, and grabbing food and shouting orders to the kitchen. You see uh, a couple of circular tables and uh, uh, booths along the wall. You see an empty booth in the corner. Um, 
My dog is fucking knocking shit over. Sorry. Um. <laughs> you all, you you do also see a uh, uh, an orcish man kind of running around the tables taking orders as well on a, a sheet of paper. Okay. Um. Question: Do I know where my group is? No, they kind of fucked off, and Amaras said we'll be back. Do I know when they're coming back? Yeah, he was very unclear. Okay. Um, can I go sit in the booth and like go over all the stuff I went and bought? Yeah, yeah. as you uh and I'll pull out your the various uh healing goods and herbal goods, you can increase whatever whatever supply you had. You just got a refill of it. Okay. Um, do you flag down the uh bartender? Or, like, uh, the waiter taking order? Sure. You raise raise your arm as the uh, half-work wanders over. Hey, what can I get for you? Um, what time is it, roughly? It's about three o'clock, today. <laughs> um, okay, um... I will get uh, whiskey. <laughs> whiskey coming right up. Should I make it a double? Go for it. I feel like I'm going to be here a while. Ah, uh, double. Of course <laughs> I could. Could I get you something to eat with that whiskey? Oh, for now I'm okay. Thank you. All right. And should I circle back with another one in about half an hour or so? I'm just going to wink and nod at him. All right, so I'll put you down for two gold, then I'll circle back in a little bit, all right? Sweet. I like your style. As he wanders up, and he goes, give me a shot of whiskey, a double. As he uh, uh, pours it up, and one wanders back, and he goes, enjoy. And I wanders off. You go over your various medicines, and so people wander in, wander out. Uh, uh, about half an hour walks by, you finish your whiskey, the app orc walks by and he goes, as promised. Mm-hmm. There you go. Should I, kind of, you go, should I, kind of circles around with his fingers and shoots him away, shoots you a wink. Um, no, I think I'll be done. So I'm just going to put my four gold on the table. Fantastic. Takes the, the four gold and walks off. Uh, about, um, you know, 20 minutes or so walks by and the door swings open as your five companions stumble <laughs> through the door. They're looking pretty healthy, but their clothes a little bit burnt. Oh, great. <laughs> but Tobin, with, uh, wearing his shining new armor... As described earlier. Um, I'll try to wave them over if they can see me. Yeah, you wave them over. They, they make your way towards you. Yeah, you know, squeezing into the booth. Yeah. <laughs> I have a small one. Hello, hey, my friend. Becca. Hey, How's it going? It's been peachy. I think I just woke up. 
Oh. Yeah, that's a story for another day. Anyways, what the fuck did you guys do? Um. Almost died. Sounds got good. a couple upgrades. Looks like it. I almost got burned to death. Sure looks like it. Um. So we went down into um, we went into that little miners club over on the edge of town, right? And we went down into like where the miners go, and <laughs> we went down this ravine, and it was really hot down there for some reason, right? So we explored that ravine. We fought a couple fire elementals that were on the way. Um, I I killed a lot. I killed a lot of fire elementals, even <laughs> though I'm afraid of fire and everything. Yeah, you're just getting that passive aggression out. Yeah, I def. I wanted to get revenge on fire today. This kind of felt like it, yes. and then. We actually like went down to the cave, and there's this huge, like, fiery lava melty generator looking thing with crystals on top, and it was guarded by a like a fire demon lord and his element fire elemental buddies. I I kind of snapped and fell unconscious at one point. Nice. And uh, Calduin broke his leg, I think. You weren't supposed to say that. Ray, why would you do that? You had one job. I did have a choice, <laughs> play gravity. You're not the monk. You're not the one who's supposed to be climbing shit. Make better choices. I had one option. Gravity should gravity. be an option. <laughs> um... Yeah, that was Gravity my goes, fault. Oh, heartless bitch. <laughs> that was partially my fault because I broke a bridge that we were supposed to cross. I guess just like got her head in her hands, like what the fuck? <laughs> it it um, was just it was just a complete nightmare without you. During this entire interaction I have with you guys, is there anything with faces on it that are still looking at me? No. Okay. Do I see like Becca frantically <laughs> looking around or something? Like how 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 are you looking around? Like is it noticeable? Being paranoid as fuck. <laughs> so it's very noticeable. Um. I'm not trying to make it obvious, but I'm not trying to hide it. Do I like, notice it? Give me, give me, give me rolls, rolls for that. Sense, motive, and deception. You I'm doing deception. Yeah. Wait, what's deception? Bluff. I don't know. Whatever it is. Thank you. What is it? Bluff. Bluff. Okay. Uh, do I really want to use this dice? Sure, I'll use it. Whatever. It uh, where... You need nine? <laughs> okay. Um, 
Oh, that is a twenty-six for sense motive. Beckett, it looks frantic. You can see it in her eyes. You can see it in her movement. You can see in the fact that she can't sit still. The fact that, like, uh, you can see around her whiskey glass. You can see like a bunch of spilled whiskey, as if she's been shaking. Um. In the booth, how are we sitting? Like, am I beside Beckett or no? Um, I'd say you're probably closest to Beckett, so you'd sit beside Beckett. Uh, Tobin would be sitting on the end because of his clunky armor, so I'd say it would be Orgolin, uh, Yonatan, Tobin, and then you and Beckett, like, right beside each other. I uh, lead over to Beckett and just whisper in your ear, we're talking later. Shit. <laughs> um, where's, where's Amarath? Did you guys lose him? Oh yeah, Amarath is also there, so he's oh, on the okay. other side. He's just sitting there. He's He's being weirdly quiet. Oh, wait, DM question. I didn't come up with have... anything, I'm sorry. Do I have bubonic still? Say again? Do I have bubonic still? Oh, yeah. Okay. I couldn't remember if you flew away or not. <laughs> no. Okay. Um... <laughs> Give me that. So, oh yeah, and uh, Peter was uh, Peter was taking care of Liam while. Oh yeah, he's he's sitting contently on your lap. Um, as the uh, bartender runs over, are you guys getting anything to eat? Uh, Peter looks like <laughs> at you. The three fifty was that the split or was that like each? I did really good. It was twelve fifty total, so it'll be about three twelve or three thirteen if we round up each. Okay. Well, between the four of us who are like actually doing things. Yeah, I was right. <laughs> so that would be me, uh, Yonatan, Calduin, or Golan, because he said, well, because Wes was thinking like four way split. Or, yeah. Fuck Adrian, he's not here. Yeah. Enjoy so, dude, I'll take I'll take a three twelve since I got my new set of armor. Uh, somebody else who's willing to take three twelve take, and then the other two will get three thirteen. I'll take three twelve since I did do most of it. Okay, so then Owen and Yonatan take three thirteen gold. All right, Woo! bet. Let's go. Um, I I did did. Um, someone walk over to take our orders, or do we got Flakeman then? Hmm? Oh, yeah, I see you got some friends, Whiskey. Uh, what can I get for all of you? Give me the hardest thing you got. Hardest thing I got. Um, I got just the thing. Alright. What about you, Elvin friend? Oh, um... 
Do you have any, um, do you have any, uh, do you have any scar tree sap wine on stock at the moment? Sap wine, sap wine, sap wine. No, not, I, I got some wines, but not the sap wine. I'm sorry. Uh, okay. Um, the strongest ale you've got then? Strongest ale, I can do that. I can do that. Mr. Knight, what can I get for you? Um, I'll just take some water. Some water, keeping it pure, Captain Paladin. Oh, I got you. And Mr. Drow, what can I get for you, sir? Uh, first off, two coffees. Two coffees. And then a rum. Rum. Should I make it a double and circle back around? Eh, why the fuck not? Ah, I'll mark you down for two gold then. So that'll be two gold, two copper for you, Mr. Drow. Uh, water on the house. Uh, we'll go for a good ale. Two copper. And the strongest thing. Well, two gold to find out. Very good. Also, just to clarify, I still haven't put in on any new wraps or anything, so I am still just out there. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You think I'd have wraps in my medical kit? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to go for those and pull them out and offer them. I know it's not enough, but it's, like, it's better than nothing. We'll take it as we see it for now. Yeah. Unless I have to cover up better. Alright, I'll be right back. As you guys are uh, sitting and conversing and your food comes and uh, make sure you deduct what I charged you and, and your gold and shit. Uh, Calduin, give me a Lisson check. Why, is it because I have too high of a listen bonus? 18. As you guys are sitting and uh, uh, conversing, uh, you hear a conversation from the, the booth behind you. Uh, you hear, uh, you kind of, like, in your peripherals, you turn and see, like, a couple of, uh, merchants, uh, conversing between themselves. Uh, there's a, uh, uh, a half-elven man, uh, who's kind of got, like, a, a long cigarette in his mouth and sipping on, on some ale, say, oh, man, uh, you should have seen it, weirdest shit I've seen in in the northern desert, stones black as not just appearing out of nowhere. Even the sand around it giving like a weird purple, like dark purple vibes. I swear it wasn't no mirage. I saw it clear as day. Kind of pulls out a vial. I see this like purple sand. 
look at this. Uh, I cut the throat, but uh, some weird sound. What's even weirder though, whenever it's near me, I just feel cold. Not, not like, like cold, but just alone. It's, it's, it's weird, but I don't know. I just saw this in the northern desert. Black, weird purple sand. I don't, doesn't make sense. Could I, while he has it out, and, uh, I'm assuming like I'm just um, trying to suddenly look to see what it is. I'm gonna, yeah. I'm gonna detect magic to see if I can see anything coming from it. Uh, can you roll me a move silently? Yes, sir. Or a uh, performance? Uh, I think my performance sucks, so I'll probably do move silently. <laughs> Wow, that was terrible. Um, yeah, that was that was a two. Or a six, sorry. Uh, okay. And as you cast the detect magic, uh, you see off the sand is this weird, dark energy around it. It's magic, it's just dark, and it feels off, and it's unnerving. Does, um, does Amaranth say anything about it? As, like, somebody who does, like, dark magic? Like, does he recognize the type of magic in any way sort of thing? Uh, the magic... Beats me, uh... Like, my magic is almost, like, purpley blue. That is... That is, like, black, dark magic. Even darker than the than the stuff I've seen in this book. Do I, I recognize do... it? Is it similar to the orb that I gave the Elder? No. Not similar. Could I use knowledge of the planes to try to discern what? Ooh, that'd be good. Goop yeah, go for it. Go for it. Uh, that is intelligence, I do believe. Uh, oh boy. Okay. Alrighty, there we go. Uh, let's see. Uh, 22. It's, it's earthen sand, but the, the magic and the feel and the color and the fact it's not from here. And it reminds you of that leaf that Vera showed you. Oh, good Lord, guys. This is not good. It's this energy. It, it reminds me of that leaf in Varus's temple that turned black. It's that same energy or residue, I guess. 
unto the desert and the world is now slowly dying. So, or being do we assume, by do we assume this is from the convergence left over from the convergence of the realms of um, Orgolan's realm merging with ours, or do we think this is something else that we need to go investigate before we leave? I agree. Uh, uh, well, maybe maybe we should talk to these guys because we need to. We don't want to be wandering around aimlessly. We got to get to K as soon as possible. But this is something we definitely need to check out. As the uh, so going. Uh, I was gonna say I turn around to the group of people behind us talking about it. Excuse me, where exactly did you find that sand? Uh, in in the northern desert. It's not really polite to eavesdrop, but I'm sorry, the desert yes, is it's my weird. Home. Do you want to take a look? The hands see the small vial of sand. I uh, give it a little shake and examine it closely. I don't know, you, you kind of don't really discern anything, it's just some purple sand. And yeah, it just appeared, you know, certain rocks just became dark, I don't... I hear from the locals it happens shortly after that earthquake we had. Does Orgolan recognize it at all? Or, um, Orgolan, do you recognize this at all? Is this something from your realm, or is this something entirely different? Uh, do I recognize it? No. Yeah, this is something I recognize. You know what? Um, I'm going to turn to you guys. Um, do you? Something is there else. any way? I'm gonna turn to the guys we were talking to. Um, I, we do apologize for the eavesdropping. This just happens to be our uh, business of sorts. Could we uh, buy this off you? Or you could just have it if you want. Uh, I'm not really so, too bothered by it. Well, then may I ask you? So what? You said some black rocks and just uh, surrounding them, the sand turned purple. Yeah. Okay. Shortly after that earthquake we had. Right, yeah. That was that was crazy. Yes, it was weird. The night sky doesn't look the same. I, I can't place it. Yeah. And, uh... Yeah, there's, uh... It's a little bit weird, for sure. Are you guys from you around these, uh, I am. Veilbridge, born, born and raised. I'm a Veilbridgeite. I grew up in... Ragnar, I moved Mira to uh, pursue my dreams, and then now I'm a delivery man. But uh, we don't need to dwell on that. I'm working on it. Um, you you say this is your business. Do you have any hypotheses? Of what what is this? I don't. Uh, climate change. You may have noticed the uh, difference in the weather down in the desert. We're just um, 
meteorologist of sorts. Deception check. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, group deception check. What the? No, fuck? that's all me, dog. Hold on. <laughs> what the hell? Uh, deception. Is that an actual check? I don't see Bluff. it. Um, Bluff. Bluff, right. Bluff, yeah. Um, that's gonna be a nineteen. Oh yeah, <laughs> he looks confused. He goes, "Oh, I I understand. Yeah, yeah, take it. It's all yours." Um. Well, I. I feed my donkey imported hay. I don't know how good that is, but, um, you know, it's not like we can grow it here. I'm. You know, I. I'm, I am but a humble merchant. I, But, uh, alas, I have finished my ale, and I have paid my bills, and it is time to move on. Uh, I'm making my way to Ragnar, to the port, if, uh... We're, uh, we're headed there ourselves, actually. Oh, fancy that, fancy that. Uh... Would you like to come come along aboard? We uh won't be very comfortable. It's just a couple of uh, hay bales and and such. Well, uh, yeah, I think that'll be all right. Let me just have a minute to uh, discuss with my group. Not about the travel. We'll definitely travel with you. Just uh, about this uh, interesting sand, and we'll uh, meet you outside. Yes, of course, of course. I just have my uh, cart out back there. I just wanted to grab an ale before the journey. Me and my uh, uh, tabaxi friend Marcus here. Yes, yes. Um, so after they kind of uh, exit, I'm just going to turn to the guys and be like, so uh, I don't know if this necessarily warrants a trip. K seemed pretty urgent. We definitely need to be on our way. Now we at least have a sample, and I think even if we went there, I could tell your eyes were doing that thing again. Um, uh, Haldwin, I assume you don't really know what it is, right? So I don't know if going to investigate will really do anything now that we at least have a sample. Maybe we can show it to Kay, because we know it's from the Convergence, but I don't think going there will really uh, benefit us more than having an actual sample. Maybe we can split it so that the K creaky. No, exactly. We're going to we're going to see K anyway, so when we pass through, we can see if Kiriki knows anything. And then other than that, we can bring the rest to K. You're right. So just to save us some time, why don't we go with these guys in their cart? Sounds Everybody good. okay with that? Fine by me. Yeah, I that sounds good. Um Has anyone done like a motive on them? I'm assuming no. No. 
can I do one without chipping Sure. Out? I'm kind of weary. <laughs> yeah, yeah, go for it. Um, My mom says goodnight. Good night, Joyce. Good night, Joyce. Joyce. Uh, unnatural 20. Natural 20. Oh, they seem unnatural. genuine. Un unnatural. Oh, unnatural. They still seem genuine. Genu <laughs> genuine. Okay. Yeah. They're just humble merchants passing through who's experiencing weird uh, and who are just kind Samaritans offering you a ride. Uh, Where, as you pack up and into, the, in, into their cart, it is not a comfortable journey, but it is a journey nonetheless easier than walking as you guys journey across the northern, northern desert path of the uh, Ragnar Road to Ragnar. We're going to call a quick break. See in a flash. Flash, flash, 100-yard dash. We are back. And as we pick up uh, our friends uh, in the in the cart of, of our, our new uh, tabaxi and half-elven friend, uh, as they sit in the back and they see in the glimmering uh, heat the uh, uh, the beautiful sandstone city of Ragnar in the distance, the carved sandstone gothic-like architecture with, an egg, with intricate stained glass windows shedding the streets with colorful patches uh, where the sun shines through on the sandy cobblestone road. Uh, you guys hopping off the, the car to say they diverted off and you guys uh, navigate the streets and, and you avoid uh, from uh, Layla's warning, uh, warning you avoid avoiding the northern section and, 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 and avoiding the guards. You make your way towards the port. Uh, as much as you uh, tried to avoid the, the busier uh, roads you you had to turn on to the the main road as it's the the one road down towards support as you you round the corner you're faced with two uh, Vilbergite guards <clears throat> I got this right. <clears throat> oh uh. Uh, excuse me you wouldn't mind if we asked you a couple questions folks sure, sure why not Depends on the questions what do you need as, uh, you see one reaches towards a, a notepad while the other one puts a, a small uh, hollow metal piece in, in his mouth before putting his hand on his blade. I don't any of you goes, oh, uh, you guys look for like out of town or is it, as, as he begins to, to trail off your your ears are overtaken by the the sound of a wheels grinding on the the sandy cobble road as beside you you see an ornate uh, uh, horse-drawn carriage pull up beside you the the door swings open as you uh, uh, as the the door reveals a a Valdenoid man with pure white hair pulled back into a bun, 
uh, a, a finely pressed tan suit and a burgundy tie. The same Valdunoid man that you met in the at, at the Esme Luma Festival, Silas Avondes. As he pops out, he goes, Good day, good day, my friends. Uh, are these gods bothering you, my friends? Well, they uh, stopped to ask us some questions. Uh, not necessarily <laughs> bothering us, but maybe uh, taking up some of our time. Taking up your time. Excuse me as he turns towards the guards. Do you know who these folk are? These are the saviors of the Darian Emperor, the normals. Now, would you like to start a war over the Emperor's favorite people? I think not. They kind of like shuffle in place. They're like, oh, so, sorry, sorry, Mr. De is a, they shuffle off away and he turns to you and goes, uh, you do realize you're still fugitives here, right? You know what? We, uh, we're pretty safe on the south side. We know there's a bit of, uh, flack. We're not going to try to understand what game you're playing by uh, saving us here, but we do appreciate it nonetheless. Call it Good Samaritan as much as my offer thee. What are you doing here? And Can I incite on him? Wait, sorry, did he just ask what we're doing? Yeah, what are you doing here? We're just uh, visiting my dad. I'm from Palebridge. So mm. is Calduin. Yes, your dad from Scorchtown. Yes, Raymond Family Forge. The one and only. Yes, and why, why have you come to my, magnific my magnificent city to the port town of Ragnar? Looking to make well, a grand entrance? Or exit? No, you just said exactly what we're here for. It's a port. We need to get back to the Darian Empire. Mm -hmm. Where are you looking to stop off? Blackmere. Hmm. I see you all don't trust me, and I don't understand why, but I can offer my hand. In friendship. It's not that we don't trust you. We just don't know you yet. We appreciate ah, well, the offer. And we'll gladly accept. Maybe I, as a... I have a ship chartered that can make a pit stop at the port of Blackmere. If my friends do so wish, I will humbly be your servant in that uh, regard. Can Very I well. can I insight to see if he's setting us up for a trap? Yeah, go for it. Sweet. Uh, wisdom. No. Stop it. Oh, I 
I'm I'm sorry guys, I'm still getting used to phone things. Uh nineteen. You know, in all his slimy slyness, he seems oddly truthful and curious and oddly generous. Well, kind of like the idea of, like, we're not sure why, what his motives are, but he is being genuine. Yes. Okay. Anybody uh, opposed to this? We could certainly use a ride. I'm fine with it. Save us some gold. I'm totally okay with this. Alright, well, I'll uh, offer my hand for him to shake and say thank you. It's appreciated. Um, Glad to be doing business with you. As he kind of turns tail and you know says something to his driver as the coach pulls up and he says, uh, I just need to make one pit stop if you would follow me to my offices and uh, we will make our ways from there. Very well. Um, what other city was it you said you had an office in? Oh, well, uh, that is a great question. We actually just opened up our offices here in... Ragnar, I have my main office in Mira, my hometown, as well as I have an office up in Lulara, where we hand, handle most of our business meetings. Uh, what business is it that you're in? Oh, well, the fancy you would ask. Uh, Hatchco deals with, deals in, uh, we deal in everything. Uh, we have our uh, our hands full in the the merchant detail and shipping back and forth between the continents. We have our own uh, connected to the Blick Lane companies. Uh, we do uh, uh, deliveries for a lot of stonework. Um, uh, uh, import expert. Oh yes, all of that stuff. We. Uh, our main trade is the import export is how my company makes most of its money. My uh, office, as you will see, is built right up to the seafront. My port right built right into my office so I can uh, manage all the going ins and outs of Ragnar in a flash. I'm very proud of the uh, uh, expansions that my company has been brought forth as the company has been uh, gifted before me from my predecessor. Ah, uh, your predecessor. Are you an heir from your father? Or? Of sorts. Yeah, my surrogate father. Uh, my adopted father. Ah. Uh, we'll not press the matter. That's all we need to know. Thank you. Uh, if you'd please follow me. As he um, uh, leads you down a, a few streets uh, to um, uh, one of the, the taller buildings in Ragnar, uh, tall sandstone buildings with... Uh, as you can see, the, the floor is marked out by the, the rows of stained glasses, the impressively uh, seven-story tall sandstone building with the, with the gorgeously intricate uh, sense, uh, uh, 
stained glass, glass. window. Thank you. Um, as he leads you through the the double glass doors, the, the Picasso uh, abstract like uh, stained glass with the uh, with the letters Hatchco uh, put in right into the the design of the double doors as he swings the doors open. As you feel your faces immediately feel cooled, as uh, you see in the middle of this uh, this white quartz interior, you see a fountain spring, uh, misty water up into the air and, and cooling the surrounding. Uh, All right. Uh, taking you through the uh, the main foyer uh, and to towards a uh, reception desk, you see a, a young halfling woman uh, sit behind the desk as she looks up and smiles and says, "Ah, oh, Mister Vondes, I'm glad to see you're back in town. Uh, shall I send someone up to your office to prepare your office with uh, lemon water?" As uh, he kind of smiles and raises his hands and goes, no, thank you, Fana. Just some watches for my friends while I grab some papers from upstairs. See, kind of turns to you guys and says, uh, I'll be back in a moment. He, he walks off and uh, Fana, the receptionist, uh, brings a, a platter of water and a small bowl for uh, Peter uh, of lemon water. He hands it to you guys. I, Thank uh, you. Take it, just tip my hat. I do the same. I'm going to spend this time waiting for the person to come back to treat my burns however I can. Your, your burns You're are good. Already We're good. Full. You're healed back to full. Okay. I, but you uh, just don't have your spell slots back. I pulled back it off to the side. If that is here. You pull back it off to the side. Yep. My cat's screaming at me. Hey, what's up? Oh, <laughs> what was that at the end? What was what? You're paranoid. Why are you paranoid? Have you met me? <laughs> Love it's stuff worse than usual. It's, it's the, the usual. Like, my deputy goddess is just choosing to drive me insane. So, you know. Is it manageable right now? Uh, what's your definition of manageable? Do you at least feel a little safe? Oh yeah, we're good. That's all that matters. Wait, <laughs> just gonna keep going on my merry way. <laughs> just don't give up. And I walk back to the group. I'm gonna spend time just meditating. 
uh, after uh, yeah, sir, go on. And like after the long, excruciating battle, feeling tired, I'm just gonna meditate on that battle. After uh, a couple minutes, Silas returns with a, a briefcase in his hands as, as he says, uh, My friends, if you will all follow me. I will follow <sighs> along. The, uh, Might as well. He, he turns to the, the receptionist for night and he goes, On the road again, I shall return within a fortnight. She says, uh, Good luck with your journey, sir. Uh, she turns to you guys and says, Have a lovely day. You as well. Uh, as he leads you through the building uh, towards the back as he opens up a, a small service store. Side, you you see uh, the the sprawling ocean of the boundless seas in front of you. You see uh, a private dock with a, a large ship waiting in the harbor. You see the wave sunderer uh, waiting in the dock. Says he he leads you down a flight of stairs and across down to the pier and across the gangplank onto the deck of the wave sunderer. As he Leads you down, down a, a flight of stairs uh, to the second level. You see, uh, for, uh, to the left and right, you see large, large crates and boxes, rows and rows. And then after that, you see rows and rows of stacked barrels on top of each other. Lots and lots of barrels. He leads you off to a side chamber and, and opens up a door and inside you see a couple of chairs and you see uh, six uh, hammocks strung between different posts. It won't be comfortable but it'll be suitable for the journey. The crew made this up for you. Well, uh, Comfortable isn't our norm anyway, so it's uh, much appreciated. Well, uh, if you need anything, uh, if you need anything, go and go ahead and find First Mate Zorkris. Uh, First Mate Zorkris will find uh, anything to help you along your uh, journey. How long is the uh, journey to Black Mirror based on the route you are taking? Three days. Uh, shouldn't be any trouble. All right. But, uh, we'll find him if we need him. Perfect. I will. Uh, I hope you all have a pleasant journey. She nods his head and closes the door behind. <clears throat> DM West is going to call a toke break. Yes, we no. are back in. No? <laughs> we are back indeed. 
as the Wave Thunderer uh, leaves the the port of Ragnir and begins to make its way across the boundless seas. In these three days, do you do anything um, on the way of Sunderer? Probably not. Like, other than, like, food. Other than, like, food and all that, we've already, like, done our messing around with Hatchco. We don't want to draw any more suspicion, especially since we stole one of their carts and all that. I think, at least for me, we probably kind of kept to ourselves in our, like, room other than, like, food and whatnot. I don't know if you guys agree. Yeah, that's probably the best option. I am going to rest and meditate for eight hours. Oh, yeah, you guys would have gotten Yeah, we all rest. would have gotten long rest and all that. All spell slots, all everything. Nobody wants to cause havoc. Uh, no, because you guys too much, we all get in shit. True, okay. Um... Can I still keep staring at my sword, paranoid? But like in my room. Is, I would, yeah. It's one room, good. but yeah. Can you roll me a spot check? Okay. Okay. Um. That's a eleven. Roll me a will save. Oh God, no. Uh -huh. uh, I stick close to Beckett. Uh, Trip. Um, 14. It's a cane sword. <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, three days pass as uh, you guys on the third day make your way towards the top deck. As you see the bright uh, cloudless skies and the sun overhead. Um, as you see a weird, mysterious, but familiar fog begin to roll in over the ship. As from the crow's nest, you hear, ding, ding, ding. After, after a moment from within the fog, you hear, ding, ding, ding. After about five minutes or so, you hear ding, ding. From within the fog once again, ding, ding. Uh, from the crow's nest, you hear someone shout, drop the anchor. As uh, someone uh, the, uh, bought by the anchor begins to release it, it begins to make its way down to the bottom of the ocean. After a moment, a final ding is heard from the crow's nest, and ding from now within the shore as it the the mist begins to part. As you see the port of Blackwater, the the fake night above, lit by the thank Blackwater. As uh, they watch me, <laughs> you what? said Blackwater again. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> as the the port 
of Black Mirror. I love it because it echoed into yours too. Support <laughs> of Black Mirror with the uh, the dancing light lighting everything around in the port as the ship pulls up. The gangplank drops as uh, you see first mate uh, Zotres, the uh, the half orc gentleman, kind of beckon towards gangplank. Give uh, give Silas our regards. Thank you. Kind of gives you a, a salute, but remain silent. You guys make your way off the boat and into the port as the gangplank rises and the boat begins to make its way out of the port once again. So, um, shall we see Kiriki first or should we head right to K? It's on the way. I say we see Kiriki. Good, yeah, we can show him the sand and, uh, couple other things let's be honest honestly i'm i'm fine with whatever so well he's on the way anyway so let's do it yeah we'll make it easier on ourselves kiriki would be all right so we're off to kiriki's shop you okay Nate? yeah i'm okay all right As you guys proceed down the main strip, uh, you know, the dancing lights, the, the fake night overhead, the various uh, magical uh, and mythical uh, people around you as they perform spells, as they walk by you, as a merchant selling things, you make your way to Kiriki's Kirinkinings and open the door as you hear that ding of the bell. As the door opens, you see uh, your familiar gnome shopkeeper friend flicking through a large book. As uh, as every page turns, you see dust kind of poof out of it. You see his, uh, his iconic uh, shimmering purple mage hand just tapping away on the desk. Uh... He hears uh, the ding-a-ling as he looks up and he goes, Welcome to... Oh, my friends. How's it going today? Well, I know it hasn't been all that long, but it feels like a lifetime. It's good to see you. How was the festival, my friends? I I expect to hear everything. <laughs> it's been great here. Well, we... um. Met some new friends. We uh, enjoyed some festivities. We met some uh, powerful people. We uh, met a couple. What are they called now? Lore keepers. His jaw kind of drops. There was this girl. You met. She... Yeah, we them. didn't meet all of them, but yeah, she. She told us to come see us. Uh, What was her name? It's been a while. (laughs) Uh, Wes, just tell us. (laughs) 
She's the new one. <laughs> Who? Who'd you meet? Wes! <laughs> you understand how long it's been. <laughs> Tell us. Uh, I like her. I for some reason don't. The holy, the holy lore keeper. Oh, we met just the, holy uh, I did. the holy I lore keeper. The holy lore keeper. You met the holy lore keeper? Yeah, she told us to come visit her and you um, talked Kalos. to the no 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 not did you talk to the lore the holy lore keeper? Yes, she introduced herself to me. She told us to come see her in Palos. Oh my god. Oh, you're living my dream. How I wanted to meet her 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 arcane are her arcane just accomplishments in the field, no matter how young she is, I just I I I wish I could show her my notebooks. I'd... Well, if you have any um uh maybe if you want to write, we have to go see Kay. If you want to maybe write a letter and pack a notebook, we will gladly deliver it to her or to her with your return address or. Anything you want us to say to her, we would gladly do that because we will definitely be visiting her at some point. You're a good friend, Casey. You have. Uh, so I, I just, I don't, I don't know, I don't know how to phrase this without sounding crazy, but I just, I, I like to write. I like to write things, you know. Like I'm always on the move. I like to write things, and so like, I've kind of written a letter already, and I didn't think I'd ever get to send it. I just kind of said, kept it in my notebook the whole time, and it was like, I just... Deep breaths, Kiki. As, <laughs> as your friends of yours, and how much help you've given us, we will personally deliver it for you to be sure that it will be read by her. As our new friend from her, and an old friend, uh, in quotes... To you. Can I can I can I dive diving into his notebook and grabbing a small letter and like like beckoning it towards you? Goes. If if it's ready, sure. But we do have to go talk to Kay if there's anything you need to reference or uh, fix up. Uh well, I, this this carries everything that needs to be said. Well, I'll take the note and put it in my bag. So, we've got a couple other reasons for coming to see you. Uh, of course. What, what can I help you with? Uh, first of all, I'll pull off the one sword off my back and say, um, what do you think of this sword? It's the long sword. It's beautiful, yes. How did you go and buy it? I um, bought it from a merchant on a... Uh, on a uh, secret ship that ships out of uh, Blackwater. It was called the... Um, does anybody remember the name? No idea. It, it was a very cool name. The... Um, give me a second here. Man, it's such a cool name. I know it. The shadow silhouette. The shadow silhouette. That's the one. I didn't even find it in my notes. I just <laughs> yes, yeah, because uh, it's such a cool name. Uh, 
He kind of is fixing the blades. He blinks as you see, like, a cloudy, uh, arcane energy overtake his eyes. And he looks at it. This is a very powerful sword. Yeah, um, I bought it from a guy. I thought it, I thought it was, I thought it a fire sword. Uh, that's what he showed me, but when I used it, it manifested as this, um, this black magical ice. And I don't quite understand. He said it uses, like, I talked to him after we saw him again, and he said it manifested your arcane abilities through Blade, and I I don't understand. I don't know anything about magic. Show me. That um, gives the sword to you. I take the sword. I take a couple deep breaths. And I take it, and I just kind of take a swing. Roll me an attack roll. Sure. sure. Um... Hold on, gotta pull my character sheet here. What is that? That is a nineteen. Nineteen. As you thrust the blade and focus on it, the the ice the the icy black ice overtakes the golden blade. Security stares in fascination. You say, unmagical. Well, I just know I don't know much about the arcane nature. This is just what happens. Let me see. I uh, hand see. the blade to him. Uh, name an element. An, an element? Name one. Like, um, water? As you see, the entire blade is engulfed in, like, a, a stream of searing, almost, uh, geyser-like water. Amazing. Earth. <laughs> Like large rocks begin to peer as like the blade, like once sleek has become as jagged, almost shark tooth like rocks. That is amazing, Kiriki. Is so it truly is a manifestation of your arcane power. Which he, he he drops a blade and all arcane elements just drops a ding 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 on the, you, on the Can you do that curious. same black ice? I've never seen the black ice. Can you show me again? Ah, uh, I can try. We're gonna say for the sake of this role playing that I didn't roll as well. Okay. I'm not gonna roll again. You know what I mean? Like I think it's for the sake of the. I, I, I don't know. I sometimes it just happens. I just, I don't know. I'm afraid I couldn't make it happen again. Give me your hand. It hold my hand out. Oh, cold. 
Oh, that power. I don't understand. What, what, what power? I, I, I'm a blacksmith. I, I, I don't do magic. And for the sake of all that is good, please. Don't practice your black ice as much as you can bear. But it is arcane in nature. Yes. Well, then Dark it's... and arcane. Well, if I'm in arcane in nature and you insist that I must not use... Whatever this is, I truly trust you, Mr. Kiriki. Can you... Like, we, we do not have time. We have to go see Kay, but... Can you show me... The good? I do not want... To have this dark magic. He cracks a large grin and he goes, Are you... Asking me... To teach you magic? If you would... It seems it that rigorous. it's in my it blood. It would be hard, and you might fail, but it's in your blood. If I, I'll, I kind of look at my friends. If it'll, if it'll help me help them, and help us on our journey, whatever you can teach me would be very, very admirable. Well. Fantastic. Well, find me after you visit Kay, and uh, I shall figure out what's good. In the meantime, are you... What, what are your plans with this sword? Well, I built this other sword with my father, which seems to have arcane abilities of its own. It, uh, we bested the, I bested the Gorgon Toad and a uh, this beast, I believe, called. Sorry, did we know the name of the beast down in the like the underground? Did somebody like detect magic that, like the Afridi? Yeah, and a um, a Afridi with this very blade, so. I do not believe I have any sense for this. You seem you have quite a liking to it and uh, your, know how it works. Your sword, your blade in particular, the material, it, it's curious. It's um, it's my father. We uh, mined it from our mountains. It should, it's mundane crystal. No, sir. Is far from mundane. What's it called, James? <laughs> I think the other one's uh, Deep Crystal. But uh, give me a second. <laughs>
What's it called? I'm I don't just know. Call I'm it looking. Celestial crystal or something. Okay. I think it was called like yeah. I think deep crystal was like the arcane version of mundane crystal. Yeah, I'll call it Celestial Crystal for the time being. Okay. Where, like, something lady goes, this isn't mundane crystal, this is Celestial Crystal. So this almost has the same properties as as Golden Blade you've, you've presented towards me. No, it's so sorry, yeah, it, it is Deep Crystal. Deep Crystal is the crystal of above-average quantity found at the hearts of large veins of deposits of mundane crystal. Deep Crystal is renowned for its strength and psionically resonant nature. Mundane crystals is used for many items of psionic nature, such as doorges, power stones, and side crystals. But deep crystal is a better grace. Yeah. So yeah, it's just anyway, like it's, it's the more deep arcane crystal. crystal. Yeah. Yeah. So it's deep crystal. Yes. And it almost has the same properties too. This this gold sword that you've you've presented that it almost reflects what's within, which makes me more curious and excited. But uh, what you 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 said you had something else to show me? Right, right. Of course. Um, I pull. I I feel around in my like uh, a bag, and I pull out the vial of the purple sand. We were uh, recently in the sands of um. Uh, in the sands of. What the fuck's the name of my continent? Not Vale Bridge. And towards the northern sands after a um, event. Do you know, uh, or I guess we haven't talked to him a while, so do you know of the multiple realms? Yes. There has recently been some uh, um, examples of what can only be referred to as a convergence of the realms when we were in um when we were in in uh, going to the festival afterwards we uh saw the fey realm merge with the boundless shores in an area and we had to protect some of the fey and then going to the sands of Velbridge, we noticed that oracle and what is your realm called do you know? Two seconds. Um. <laughs> it's isn't it the? Ah, let's see. Where's my character sheet? Oh, that's a lie. There we go. It is Shadow Guard. We also ran into, while we were in Veilbridge, there was this earthquake, and it uh, 
and it appears that Shadowguard, the realm of the drow, has merged with the Sands and Veil Bridge, causing an icy winter in the desert. And this sand was found shortly after that event in the northern Sands of Veil Bridge. We were wondering if you could tell us anything about it. Try one more time on your blade, please. To like your magic. my blade or the golden blade? Yes. Okay. On your blade. Team to hit. Yep. Do you, you the blade surges with uh uh icy black ice as he his eyes uh flash in an in an arcane light those magic users know he's using detect magic. As he looks he looks up in horror. If all that you said is true, that not only is what is to follow dangerous, but so is your magic. For the same dark essence that I get off the sand, I get within your ice, Tobin. I. I, I don't understand what that means. I don't either. But whatever has been fueling and poisoning this sand gives your ice strength. Um. Th thank you, Kiki. I, uh... I as I said, I don't know if I understand, but that's certainly more information than we had. Come back to me in a few days after you figured out with your friend. Um, what what was his name? K. K. Yes. He lives in the um, Vampire Manor. Vampire Manor. Vampire Hill Manor. So the one and only. Ah, I, I was wondering who who owned such building, such agent. Anyways, my friends... In he said his been... friend once owned it, but we don't know much of the ownership beforehand. The last person I remember to own that building was Erwin and Azamar. Ah, but he, he died of a thousand or so years ago. Before the tear. Hard to say. I am not sure. Probably hmm. others a bit after, I'd, I'd imagine. Perhaps uh, we'll a lot of Much is left. Well, I'm sure some people. Before the tear. Right. I'm sure some people owned it uh, in between. Obviously, K isn't a thousand years old. I'm not so sure. But 
my last five friends. Uh, it is getting to the time where I must close up shop. Would you, um... Well, you're into magic things. I'm not uh, proficient with this type of weapon. Do you uh, care to purchase it? It is beautiful, and I've seen the properties. Just 250 gold pieces. Sound fair. That seems more than fair. More than fair, as he produces 250 gold pieces for you. Much appreciated. I hope you have good business with this blade. I hope so as well, my friends. May I bid you adieu? It was fantastic to see you all again. Good luck with the journey forward, and Tobin, I expect to see you again where we shall train further. Of course. Where, unfortunately, my friends. We're going to call it a night. No! It was uh, wonderful getting back into D&D. And we have reached the end of my session. And so thank you very much for all of you for joining us and my players along the way. Thank you very much for coming along. To wrap up the beautiful Veilbridge arc and to be beginning our way into something a lot more sinister. Thank you very much for joining us. If you enjoyed what you saw, don't forget to leave a like. And uh, yeah, with that, That's it. Bye. Have a great time. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> God.